let's break down some of the winners and losers of the 2022 NFL Draft here on Prospectology after a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. What's going on, all you Prospectology fans? It's your host, Luch, and we are back with episode 192 of Prospectology, giving you the best, the winners, and the losers from the 2022 NFL Draft. And I'll try to make this as quick as possible, but some of my winners, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles. It pains me to say that, but anytime you can get Jordan Davis on your team, and I knew they were going to select him as soon as they jumped Baltimore, but come away with him. You come away with N'Kobe Dean, and you come away with A.J. Brown in a trade with the Tennessee Titans. You have given Jalen Hurts uh, quite a bit of weapons to work with uh, to have him succeed. And if he doesn't, you have a bunch of draft picks next year where you can try to trade up and get your uh, franchise quarterback at the next level. They also selected Cam Jurgens out of Nebraska, the center, to wait behind Jason Kelsey and and take over for him. Uh, next team seems like they win every single year in the draft is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they hit, not only did they have Kyle Hamilton fall into their lap, uh, they were also able to draft my number one rated offensive lineman in this class at center uh, and help out their interior of their offensive line, Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. Um, I, I think he'll be a phenomenal prospect. Short arms are not on tape. You saw him just manhandle people, uh, and you didn't necessarily see a ton of power, but his wrestling background will help him be able to control uh, block, uh, control and sustain blocks at the point of attack. Uh, who else did they come away? They came away with David Ajabo, uh, the edge rusher from Michigan, who would have been a surefire first round player uh, if it weren't for him tearing his Achilles at his pro day. But uh, phenomenal value there. He'll they'll stash him for a year, and they'll know how to use him in that defense, and he'll. Not only is he a little bit raw, but with the coaching there in Baltimore, they'll be able to get his his ceiling pretty high uh, quite quite well. Uh, they were also able to pair, pair up in the fourth round with six picks in the fourth round. They got a left tackle, a big, massive 600 or 6'8", Three uh three hundred and eighty four pound Daniel Faalale, uh from the University of Minnesota. Uh still not a finished product, but it's hard for rushers to get around him because of his sure his sure uh mountain like size, but and they were able to pair up uh get two tight ends in that class. Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, who is I see more as a bigger uh wide receiver um type of prospect. And I 
like the fact that they're going to pair Charlie Kolar uh, from the University of Iowa State uh, to pair with Andrews to have that when you take Andrews off the field, you'll have Kohler and Isaiah likely to be able to stretch the field for you um, in that retrospect. But uh, some of the losers I had, not necessarily losers, but I thought their draft kind of dropped after the fact they made some pretty good picks. Uh, Although Green Bay had a pretty decent draft. I wouldn't say it was terrible, uh, but Quay Walker, I thought was a little bit of a reach in the first round, had him more as a late to early third round pick. Uh, he's the linebacker out of Georgia. Um, I thought they did some pretty nice things on, but uh, in the draft, but they didn't really do much to solidify their They didn't do much to solidify the wide receiver position, hardly at all. Uh, they did draft uh, Christian Watson, which uh, definitely needs some developing. And I think the fact that he has Aaron Rodgers will make him a little bit better uh, now. But I think he has a low floor, but a pretty high ceiling. But he'll take some development uh, for him. Uh, to be able to be the possible number one uh, receiver in Green Bay. But uh, I also thought the Chicago Bears uh, didn't really have that great of a job. They didn't do much to kind of help out Justin Fields on offense, hardly at all. Uh, I mean, they did draft Braxton Jones uh, from Southern Utah, uh, offensive tackle. Uh, who will be, I see as kind of a depth uh, piece, but they might see him as more than that. Uh, I like the pick of wide receiver Valus Jones Jr., who will be their replacement for like a Devin Hester, uh, uh, elite return guy. Uh, And if you get the ball in his hands early, he can make people miss. He just knows how to weave in and out of traffic. Uh, and make plays with the ball in his hands. Um, but in the first two rounds, they take quarterback, cornerback uh, Kyler Gordon from Washington, who, don't get me wrong, got some pretty good speed. Uh, he does well to stay in phase with wide receivers, but I didn't see a lot of ball production from him. He's not going to be a corner, or I don't see him as a corner that makes a lot of plays on the ball. And then Although I do like uh, their second-round pick in safety from Penn State, Jaquan Brisker. Uh, Like I said, besides Valus Jones Jr., who I think will be an elite return man, uh, they did a lot to help out their defense a little bit, especially with uh, Miami Edge, Dominic Robinson. Uh, Yeah, I don't think they did much to help out uh, Justin Fields as, as far as wide receiver Uh, talent quite a bit so uh, Tampa Bay uh, they just had a a draft for basically depth uh, because they already have a solid team but some of the picks I like from them uh, Logan Hall defensive tackle slash DN from Houston I think he'll be a nice little 
uh, depth piece for them. Uh, I I didn't mind the pick of uh, Luke Godkey. I actually like him better than his teammate from Central Michigan, uh, Bernard Ryman. Uh, I like him just a hair a bit more. Uh, Luke Godkey played right tackle for Central Michigan, but I think uh, he'll be best suited playing in line at guard at the next level. I like the pick of Kate Otten, um, uh, tight end from Washington as well, but kind of an injury uh, history with him. Uh, but uh, they took a couple of, they took another tight end, uh, Co-Kift, uh, but uh, they didn't do a whole lot. They just added some some depth and some players that could uh, hopefully be developed, but I didn't see them do uh, too much. I thought Jacksonville, for their talent, I, I like. Uh, I thought they had a pretty decent draft, but not great. Um, Devin Lloyd uh, in the first round, uh, they linebacker uh, from Utah. Uh, I don't agree with their pick number one overall, Trevon Walker. I see the athletic upside and all of that, but the I, me personally, I would have went with an Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau uh, there. Uh, they double up on linebacker with Chad Muma, who made tons of plays at Wyoming, uh, but after that, Luke Fortner was a good pick, but uh, Snoop Connor. Uh, running back, and then corner, corner Gregory Jr. Uh, they didn't do, they did a lot to do their, uh, to build up their defense, but not a lot to uh, be able to uh, make their offense any better. Uh, besides Luke Fortner, didn't do too much to shore up the other tackle spot, and and just give their franchise quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, time in the pocket. Um, I, th- I thought New England had an okay draft. Uh, Cole Strange, a lot of people thought he was a, a reach in the first round. Um, but at that point, going back, moving back to pick 29 and taking Cole Strange, which I had as a late second, early third uh rated prospect I don't mind that they took him uh, near the end of the first because it's basically a second round pick anyways Uh, but uh, Tyquan Thornton speedster at wide receiver Um, I didn't foresee them drafting a wide receiver in the first round because of their they just don't have good luck uh, drafting wide receivers in the first round and having them pan out but I thought they had a pretty decent draft uh, but we all know Bill Belichick will get the best out of these prospects and really just uh, get the best out of them and he knows each player that he drafted how they'll fit his scheme and, and get the best out of them but another team which I hate to say had a great draft was the Philadelphia Eagles. Anytime you come away with a Jordan Davis and a Nicobe Dean, uh, is it, it just their defense is going to be scary to run up the middle on with uh, Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox, but uh, they shore up the back end 
uh, or the linebacker spot when Nakobe Dean can play. Uh, we saw in the national championship and all year for Georgia that uh, it doesn't matter that he's only like six foot, um, two hundred and thirty pounds, but he's a downhill. Uh, hit you and smack you in the mouth type of linebacker, and they got pretty good value there as he dropped because of a pectoral or a torn pec in the draft. So uh, they also got the heir to Jason Kelsey drafting Cam Jurgens center from Nebraska, uh, who will be able to learn from one of the best uh, centers in the game. Uh, but I thought they had a a phenomenal draft. I hate to say it being a Cowboys fan, but uh, I really liked what they did in the draft as well. Uh, but there we have it. The, my winners and losers from the 2022 NFL draft. Stay tuned for more bigger and better prospectology as we get you ready for drafts. One prospect at a time, as well as the college football season. One team and one game at a time. Until the next episode, keep scouting. I'm out.